Welcome to Pop That Culture. You know what I've decided, Joe? Hmm. I would like to be your child. Why? <laughs> because then I would get to go to Harry Potter camp. Uh-huh. You would make all my hair appointments for yeah. me. You would make me delicious foods. Mm-hmm. You are an amazing dad and uh, living the life. Whoa. La Vida Jonah would be amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, you hear something funny that I did the other day. So yesterday, thunderstorms came through, right? Yeah. And um, Jonah was sitting in the kitchen, and I'm making him a sandwich. This, so we're home for lunch, and he goes, he, the first thunder was like a really distant thunder. And mm-hmm. he goes, Daddy, I thought your, your, your stomach was rumbling. Maybe you should eat something. And I'm just like, oh, no. So it starts thundering like really loud. And during like this whole volley of thunderclaps, I pass gas. And um, I go, did you hear that one? He goes, no, I didn't hear it. I'm like, oh, it's a special kind of thunder that you can smell. <laughs> he totally bought it. But then did he? I had to control Z that. You know, you, can't, you have to undo it because you can't send your kid into a social situation he, thinking that there's a special kind of thunder that smells. Or that every time there's a storm, if he's with like other kids or other adults, he's just going to start farting away because yeah. he's like, that's what happens at home. Well, Sarah, let me let you in on something. Men, Please. from a very young age, mm-hmm. we evolve to learn how to pass gas discreetly. And here's why. Okay. Because at some point when we start dating, inevitably, for whatever reason, whether it be nerves or that salad that you ate because you didn't want to seem like a pig at dinner right. on your first date, you will get gas. So there's a couple techniques that you do. There's the, if a guy holds the door open for you and walks around the back of the car, that's because he has to fart. Okay. Okay. If the guy doesn't walk behind the car, yes. but he takes a long time and he slams the door hard, that's because he's good as timing his fart to this the and door he trapped slam. trapped it in the car? No, no, no. Oh. It's, it's, just, it's all about disguising oh, the sound. Oh, because you don't want me to hear yeah. the sound of the fart. Right. So, okay, I got that. Yeah, yeah. So there's a whole series of things that we do. Yeah. Um, so you're saying that part of being a dad is teaching your kids yes. uh, all of the fart techniques? Yes, it's well, it's it's a biological thing because our ancestors had to procreate, sure. and the ones that <laughs> didn't procreate. Because, I think cave people probably didn't care about farts. No, well, they did, they did because. There was a scientific study. Only if there were predators nearby do they care. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because, rah, rah, who passed gas? I mean, they don't want the lion to attack them if they hear the farts. Right. Oh, a lion. I thought the predator. I thought you'd like, he'd hit his wrist thing and then you'd see his view, the infrared view. Yes. There'd be a silhouette of a person with like a little cloud coming out. <laughs> Should we do the show today? I yeah. <laughs> You know what? I mean, we could talk about Joe Jackson. He was a dad. I don't know if he taught any of the Jackson children about fart etiquette. Well, if there is one Jackson child that probably was the best at suppressing farts, I'd have to say it would either be Michael or Reby. I'm going to go Reby on that. I bet Michael Jackson farted all the time. Really? Just out of nervousness and anxiety. For I mean, oh. listen, if you... Is that why he wore that mask? Yes! He didn't want to smell his own stuff. But he could blame it on bubbles. Do you think he ever gave Macaulay Culkin a Dutch oven? (laughs) They did like to have sleepovers. Right. That's that's where I'm going. And nowhere else. Nope. No, no. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) 
Listen, Joe Jackson did help his children to become famous. Yes. At the detriment of their mental stability and possible put them in physical right. harm quite often. Yeah, so. you know, that that is what's been alleged. But, you know, I think in the 80s it was great when he went out. His, he did his own thing, you know, that song Stepping Out. Um, there was a Joe Jackson song? Why do I not remember this? Well, there's a white guy also named Joe Jackson. Oh. And you obviously <laughs> didn't get the joke. Nope. The, Dave, nope. you know who Joe Jackson is. There, you see Dave. Okay. Knows who it is. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. He's, he's a me. <laughs> but yes, Joe Jackson gone at the age of 89. That has to be such a weird one when your dad passes, but you, but he was also your abuser when you were like, how do you how reconcile do you, it? How do you grieve that person when they caused well, you so much pain in your life? Remember that uh, obituary that we covered uh, about a month ago? Oh, yes. Of the abusive the, the mother. Kids, the kids were just like, we are so glad yeah. that you are gone. Yeah. And we hope that you rot in hell. I mean, because in the first paragraph of that obituary, it was just totally normal. Mm -hmm. And then right about the middle, it starts to hit its stride. And then right. by the end, they are hoping that she is just like over the hot coals mm -hmm. of hellfire. Right. <laughs> So yeah, maybe that's how some of the children. Cool. That's what Tito's thinking. <laughs> yes, we're still alive in the in mm -hmm. the Jackson family. Um, but, are well, thinking. no, Janet wouldn't do it. You know why? Because she's got a lot of control. She is. She yeah. has control. Control. Um, I saw a headline that was on some snarky website mm -hmm. that said that Joe Jackson has died, so now he gets to beat Michael Jackson up in heaven. And I was like, whoa, wow. that is, whoa. It's, it's bad, but or oh, in, so good. Or in the afterlife, wherever you think each of them are actually right. ending up. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Uh. I still feel weird about, like, you'll see Michael Jackson t-shirts in stores right. and stuff. And I still feel weird about even enjoying his music anymore. I mean, he was just. Because he's dead? No, because he. Possibly oh. molested small children. Yes, that's valid. Yes. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> it ruined good music for me, which well, makes me sad. I mean, is that yeah. dumb? Should I just appreciate his music as a separate thing from what well, I think in my head I, about what he may have no, done? No, if, if, if you feel that strongly about it, then no, don't. There's plenty of other good music around. Well, this is true, you including know. Prince. Right. And his estate has made a deal with Sony to re-release 35 catalog albums. Now, they're, they're doing it in a weird order. Mm. They're going to release things that were sort of in his later years first. And then they're going to release the good stuff, which was like late 70s through early 90s, like uh, yeah. down the line. I think there's a method to this madness, though. Which because, would be what? Well, because it's familiar to the younger generations. And I think what they're hoping to do is get them to rediscover the newer prints relatively and then go back and to then the really go good back stuff. <laughs> then go back in the catalog so okay. you know if you were really a huge fan of under the cherry moon you love controversy <laughs> i'm just saying yeah i mean it's exciting i love prince and when he died it was really hysterical to me that oh my gosh there were people oh. there were people who didn't like really know who he was or really didn't know his music I'm like how do you not know prince's right. music and then once again that's when i realized that i'm old <laughs> and I just took it for granted oh. that people in their early 20s would know Prince music. Really, not so no, much. No, not, so, not much. so much. Let me, no. I'll tell you a very similar story. I have a very good friend named Wendy. And guess what her best friend, her BFF, guess what her BFF's uh, name is? Uh, Lisa. It's Lisa. <laughs> yeah. I'm dead serious. <laughs> and so they go to the bar together all the time. They've Do been they? attached at the hip 
<laughs> since they were in their mid-20s, okay? okay? So the big joke is, oh, Wendy and Lisa, don't you get it? They're right. Prince's girl. And you know what? 90% of the time the response is, I thought it was diamonds and pearls. <laughs> I mean, I do remember that. Oh, I, my you, gosh. No. That's a classic no. as well. Wendy and Lisa diamond are the OGs. Wendy, yes, they are the OGs. Yes. 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 No, it's sad that people don't know. Original that. girls, by the way. OG. <laughs> oh, no. not God, you had to explain OG. No, because some people would say, oh, they're not gangsters. <laughs> they got, I know. They're pretty kick-ass. It's all right. It's just <laughs> That's okay. Do you have any interest in doing a uh, big performance on July 3rd on Belle Isle? Us performing? Yeah, yeah why, not? why not? Sure. I have a kazoo. Do you? I can make... Uh, I'm trying to think. Do I have any... I have uh, maracas? Oh. I have a tambourine. Um, I'm trying to think. I may or may not have a triangle. Hmm. These are the only instruments that I can play. Like when I was little, I gave it a shot to try and do flute. Uh, that was not going to happen. Really? Yeah. And then when you're in music class in elementary school, what was everybody's jam? What did everyone want to be able to play when you're putting on a concert for your parents? Um... A human beatbox. Wrong. Xylophone. Oh. Come on! Everybody wanted to be oh, no. it was doing human, the xylophone I love human beatboxes. School. They're fantastic. <laughs> um, it, it is a skill. It is a skill. It no, is a skill. Um, I used to play the uh, trumpet and the saxophone. The butt trumpet. The butt trumpet. <laughs> Which we've already discussed. And yes. uh, yeah, no, this trumpet. You played the and saxophone the, and the piano. But I, I don't know how to play them anymore. I mean, I would love to be able to just break out a careless whisper sax solo. But I, I can't. would love it. if you on this show could do the careless whisper sax solo. Though, do you think you could practice and like? And I'd make have that, to find a saxophone. First. We can rent you one somehow, somewhere, and get you your own no. reed or whatever it is no. you need. No. Joe, I did not know that at one time you played the sax. I did play the sax. That's it incredible. Was, it was, yeah, it was That's pretty sexy. gnarly. I like it. Well, there is a group that wants as many musicians as they can possibly get to come and do a mass rendition of Seven Nation Army on Belle Isle on July 3rd. You know what? Bill McAllister and Danielle Carr, oh, they I am do calling it. on you to do this. Yes. You're basically the Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton of our generation. <laughs> they are. Islands in mm -hmm. our stream. Yes. yes. The event is being staged by this group called Rockin' 1000, which they mm. launched in 2015 when they had a thousand musicians play Foo Fighters Learn to Fly, mm. which I would have loved to have seen. Right. And so now their goal is to get as many people as possible to do Seven Nation Army, which they say um, is actually going to be... The performance will be filmed for a TV show on a major U.S. television network. This is mm. actually an Italian group. This Man, the 1000. CW is going to love this. <laughs> it's so big. A TV show on a major U.S. television network. Wow. That could be anything. <laughs> the Smithsonian Channel. Yes. But if you'd like to be filmed for something that's going to be shown randomly I, later. You know what? I wish they'd pick a different White Stripes song. But this one is the one that everybody yeah, knows. Yeah, that's the problem. They're because not trying to be cool. The They're trying to do the one that everyone this is, knows. This is what I love, is that when, when somebody is a rival of a Michigan-based team, right. and, and they start doing the white stripes, I'm like, I know it's stupid. become a marching band thing. I know. But it's still, you know, it's, it's one of the most famous riffs in it all is. of rock music. It is. So it's, they, it's definitely one of the most, it's one of the, the most favorite 
famous riffs. It's also arguably the most famous modern riff. Okay. Because of that, I mean, you've got cruise ships playing it on their horns or they're pulling into port now. Yeah. Come on. <sighs> okay, so So you do, you do have to send Rockin' 1000. They have a website. You do mm. have to send them a submission tape. But they said, really, they just want people who are passionate about it. So even if you kind of suck, you can do it if you are interested. And I am excited to see exactly how that all <laughs> turns out and if it turns out. Now, we have spoken on this show before many times about the predictive powers of The it's Simpsons. It's ridiculous. Many, many, many things that have been jokes on their show over the years have actually come true. Um, and some of them years apart from when it actually happens, like the whole Donald Trump thing. But it looks like now there is a possibility, it's not for sure, but there is a possibility that they will have predicted the finals of this year's World Cup mm -hmm. tournament, with the finals being between um, Portugal and Mexico. And the original reference to this was made on an episode of The Simpsons back in 1997. Yes, we actually have a little clip from that episode where the family is watching TV and this commercial comes on. Open wide for some soccer! The Continental Soccer Association is coming to Springfield. It's all here. Fast kicking, low scoring, and ties. <laughs> you bet. Hey, Dad, how come you never taking us to see a soccer game? I don't know. You'll see all your favorite soccer stars, like Ariaga, Ariaga 2, Bariaga, Aruglia, and Pizza. Oh, I never heard of those people. And they'll all be signing autographs. Woohoo! This match will determine once and for all which nation is the greatest on earth Mexico or Portugal. <laughs> what? Oh my god, that's so crazy. Now, again, like I said, a lot would have to happen for this actually to go down this way. Almost like in Avengers Infinity War mm. when Doctor Strange had to go through all of the possibilities right. in his head right. and he's like really there's only one way for us to win that's kind of how it has to go what we have Portugal to give Mexico the, Mexico uh, the space the green the time stone was it the time stone was that it yeah the green yeah. time stone yes. you know what let's uh, let's stop let's do an, an Infinity War sidebar you know what I really would have wanted to see when they so easily surrendered the time stone yes to Thanos. You know what I wanted to see? What? I wanted to see the silhouettes of their hands and see Doctor Strange slip the time stone, but the, the shadow of the hand is holding the actual gem, like in that engagement ring commercial. Oh, wow. Every yeah. kiss begins with K. Yes. Every universe Same. dies with this stone. Mm -hmm. Hi. Anyway. Uh, yes. So, I think the odds of Portugal actually making it to um, the finals in the World Cup it used to be like 500 to one. Mm -hmm. And now they're down to 30 something to one. Oh. So it's getting there, it's getting there, but there is a path and it could mm -hmm. happen. And so then somebody was like, wait a minute, in 1997, The Simpsons had an episode right. where this was a thing. And I, I just, it's just, it's mind blowing because number one, that they, they have this ability to do this type of thing. Yeah. But number two, who keeps track of 30 years of The Simpsons? Okay, that is my bigger question on that one. Who has The Simpsons so memorized mm. that anytime anything happens, they're like, 
oh, I, yeah, I remember course. Lisa saying something about that in 1992. Sure. This is bananas. Right. We need to put this on the internet. I'm right there with you. I hmm. Is there any show that you feel like you have it so memorized that you could answer any trivia question about it at any time? I mean, it I think would, the answer would be probably Star Trek. It would be, but there's so much Star Trek. It's right. It's really hard to zero in on one of the shows because yeah. it's like certain. I don't know, just certain things I can you know remember. Certain things I can't. Mm -hmm. More more likely the movies though. The movies. Okay. I have certain friends that our only conversations are in Star Trek movie dialogue. Oh. And no, I don't speak Klingon. Oh. oh. You literally just call each other up and just now you yeah. say like no you go yeah you, go. you say the line yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. I know that uh, Bill McAllister of At Home with the McAllisters, the award-winning show that comes on mm. before ours for I two hours. I heard they won a Peabody. I think they did. Yeah. 8 to 10 a.m. They've already won these awards, and they deserve it. He, you might be able to put him up there with people who know the Brady Bunch the best. Oh, my goodness. I mean, if there was a Brady Bunch trivia showdown, he needs to compete. Amazing. Yeah. It's a skill. Oh, my god. I don't think there's any show that I know that well. That I could honestly like really? on a moment's Not notice. even Felicity? I loved Felicity, but hmm. no. That's so random that you remember that I loved Felicity. I, I, there are just certain things I remember about people. One of the things I remember about Sarah is, um, let's see, Felicity. Uh -huh. And I remember that your, the exchange for your parents' condo in the 90s was 646. Yes. What? Do I remember where my keys were two days ago? Nope. Hell no. But do I remember yeah. part of Sarah's old phone number? Yeah. Yes, I do. And wow. if I remember right, I either either there was some type of alliteration with your phone number, or it spelled something. The last four, like it was yeah, a, I'm there, there was like sure. two sixes in it or something. I don't know. Just there is there's more sixes. Yes, it's true. The number of the beast. I am the devil. We have some first look photos or photo that has come out for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. This is Quentin Tarantino's next movie. And I guess I wasn't really paying attention that much that he's already said, apparently, he wants to do 10 movies and he's done. Oh. I will direct 10 and I'm out. This is news to me. To me as well. It was in the, all these articles that I'm like, wait, did I miss it? Was there a, did he make an, did I? Oh, Ooh, I guess I so. Don't know. So this movie would be his ninth. And then we only get one more Quentin Tarantino well, movie after he's, that. He's developing a new Star Trek movie. Speaking of Star Trek. Maybe that'll be the tenth. I I hope to God it is. That the Star Trek and movie I is hope, his final movie. I hope Samuel L. Jackson makes an appearance oh, as Jules the Vulcan with the Jerry Curl. <laughs> full circle. So yes. Mm. Uh, Quentin Tarantino's next movie is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and it has Leonardo DiCaprio mm. in it and Brad Pitt. It takes place in the 60s. This is our first look photo of the uh, the two of them. Brad Pitt rocking that Canadian tuxedo. He, he looks like David Soul from Starsky he, and Hutch. Yeah, He's yeah, a yeah, dead yeah. ringer for With him. With the sunglasses on, I know. Yeah. It's kind of David Soul, also a pop star. I do Don't remember give that. Up on us, baby. That I do have clear <laughs> memories of. But yeah, I mean, you are a man if you can rock a mustard uh, leather jacket and a yellow turtleneck. I mean, that is, hmm. that was the height of fashion. But then the other thing about this movie, A, that it might be um, Quentin Tarantino, Tarantino's second to last movie, but B, that um, these two have never done a movie together before. Really? Yeah, which is weird. But Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt have never been in a major motion picture together. Hmm.
You question? You want to go I, back through their, just, their I, catalogs? I'm, I, uh. So this one, it has a whole bunch of stars in it, and it is um, about the time when the Manson family murders were happening. Mm -hmm. And these two guys um, live next door, or Leonardo DiCaprio's character lives next door to where Sharon Tate lived, and oh. she was murdered at that yes. time. Yes, so Manson. gruesome. Yeah, it's a, it's, oh I'm, I'm assuming it's not a happy movie. No, was he still I, living in that house when uh, when Nine Inch Nails recorded an album in, in that house? Nine Inch Nails recorded a, an album in the Manson house. Yeah, in the in the Tate house. Really. All kinds of information just flying on this oh, show. Oh, yeah. And I can't remember where my keys were. Nope. But that, the rest mm. of that stuff stuck in your brain. When we get back, we are going to be talking about the adventures of Permit Patty and what she tried to do to a small child and what is happening in her life now next on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our nine and dine special, nine holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Welcome back to Pop That Culture. I'm Sarah. And I'm Joe. You can find us on Facebook, mm. Pop That Culture Detroit, mm. or you look for our logo. You look for that. That's the easiest way to so find us. So easy. This. Yeah. Yep. It's like a beacon. It's like mm. the Batman symbol. <laughs> it's the Pop That Culture signal. Mm -hmm. So late at night, sometimes I see it in the clouds like, oh my gosh. We're needed. Somebody needs <laughs> trivia about pop culture. My goodness. <laughs> And so I go from bar to bar, Do and you? I walk up to people with those little keyboards, you know. I could have used you last night. Oh my. Yeah, I heard. I, I heard know. that uh, trivia was off. It was so. off. I, uh, you you got to build your bench. <laughs> play bar trivia with friends every Wednesday night, and uh, last night, canceled. No good. Well, the problem is, is that you guys do so well that you don't get very good draft picks. It's true. So, no, you're you right. Uh, although we do, so when you, when you win first, second, or third place, you get um, different levels of 
gift certificates to that particular bar. Mm. And right now, I believe we still have um, $500 worth of gift certificates. Oh my goodness. So we think we're just going to keep saving them and buy the bar with gift certificates. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> no, you Show up someday. You got to read the gift certificates because <laughs> you could probably buy the bar, but not the alcohol. Because oh, it's usually right. good for anything except for the alcohol. <laughs> yes. Now, there was a little girl who was doing something that she thought was completely innocent. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw the video of this that went viral and it was all over Oh, yeah. Oh, I saw it. She was um, just trying to sell bottles of water on her street for $2. Mm -hmm. Just sort of, I mean, you're going to make a profit. It's kind of right. in the middle of, of what you could, I right. guess, ask for some bottled but water. But if you're thirsty and you've got two singles in your pocket, then, you'll dish it yes, out. Yes, amazing. Right. <clears throat> so there was a woman who lived um, in the same building who apparently on the hot day had her windows open and could hear the girl yelling out to people, water, buy my water, mm -hmm. whatever. Right. Was super annoyed with it. Came downstairs, angry. Uh, they are calling her Permit Patty yeah. because she came downstairs and she told them that she was super annoyed with them and she was calling the cops on this like nine-year-old little girl right. who was trying to sell water. And she didn't actually call the cops who she was threatening. So the mom of the little girl actually started videoing her. And the other woman, Permit Patty, tried to hide behind mm -hmm. a wall and was just obnoxious. And people were saying that it might have been racially motivated because the angry lady was white, the little girl and her mom are black. And when uh, little white kids have lemonade stands, well, nobody gives them crap right. about needing to have a permit. And then this woman coming up telling this little girl, do you have a city permit to sell this water on the street? Slow down, lady. It's right. an innocent thing. Well, there's a twist to the story, which I think is pretty just ridiculous, <laughs> is that she happens to have a business that makes edibles, i.e. marijuana edibles, for pets. When I read that, it I didn't even know that was the thing. I had no idea either. <laughs> just, I thought you kept your stash away from your pets. That's the way I... Cats have catnip. I, that one's done. That's weak. Dogs have peanut butter. That one's done. <laughs> Dear yes. God. I mean, I've seen videos online of people that are smoking, and they'll blow the smoke, like, in their pet's face. <laughs> yes. And then people will say, like, oh, we should call PETA or Humane Society, and this is cruel punishment. Like, don't get your dog or your cat high, and don't do this. And then there's a company that this angry woman right. works for that makes edibles for cats and right. dogs? I just... Right. I understand we're going in a direction where they would rather people use some form of uh, cannabis as pain management right. for things rather than opioids. I yeah. get it. I didn't know they were also going that yeah. direction for uh, the cats and dogs, but all well, right. Well, they can. You know, they also recommend um, cannabis for T-pain management. So <laughs> if you can't stand listening to auto-toned music, <laughs> cannabis will help you tolerate it even oh, more. Yeah. Good to know. I thought you'd love that. Well, because this woman was so angry and such a jerk and she was picking on this little girl, um, companies stopped buying the products from the company that she's a CEO of right. that sells these edibles for pets. And so she has now stepped down. She's like, you know what? I want this company to continue on. I don't want all of these other people who work for the company to, you know, lose their right. employment and their source of money. So she actually had to step down because this has become such a huge and news story. that was probably the right thing to do in the name of keeping your employees employed. But mm -hmm. let's try a different strategy next time and not be a jerk. Don't be a bitch. Mm. I mean, that's a good life philosophy, I right? Mean, 
you know, really, do you have to call the cops? You Can't you work it out? Or I mean, I know she pretended to call she the cops. She pretended to call the cops. But really, you know... Just have a conversation right. with it, you know? Right. And also, it's one day. Like, she said she was super annoyed because this girl was, you know, yelling about the water for quite a while. But yeah, well, you know what? Eat an edible, everything will be better. You have the tools in your possession to make the whole situation more palatable. Have it's a simple. snack. Right. And then everything's fine. And you could probably get in yeah. the mystery machine and solve, you know, a You mystery. know what? This could have been a win-win. You could have eaten an Eddie. Yeah. The little girl probably had a box of Captain Crunch in her apartment somewhere. <laughs> you guys could have done a trade. Look, I won't be a dickhead. You can have a box of Captain Crunch and be done. Yes. <sighs> oh. Oh, uh, speaking of more jerks. So Jessica Simpson, totally innocently. Did she predict the, the future of the World Cup? That Simpson is not very good at being oh, predictive. I no, see. no. Um, she's really good at uh, selling clothing and perfume and shoes mm. and not so much making music, but boy, no. her all well, of her. Well, she could have been her sister. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> But so Jessica Simpson, very innocently, was filming her husband and her son in the pool. Mm -hmm. And her husband did what a lot of or dads do. You throw your kid in the air. Yeah. I mean, either and when you you're standing... you like you just don't care. <laughs> Duh. Either when you're standing there, you know, you do the toss yeah. thing. Or when you're in the pool, what does a kid want you to do? They want you to chuck them or help them to be able to do yeah. a flip and land in the pool. This is right. dad 101. It yes. happens all the time. Uh-huh. Well... Apparently, people were mom-shaming Jessica Simpson and dad-shaming her husband because you can see in the video that he is wearing a cast on his arm. So they mm. were saying, I can't believe you would throw your child who already clearly broke his arm once. And you're putting him in danger and throwing him just like he's an object. And losing their ass over this whole situation, which was totally innocent. You know what? I'm all about child safety. Trust me, I'm all about child safety. But this is just so ridiculous. Over the top. This is, seriously, Sarah is absolutely right. This is the basics of having a child. You throw your child up in the air. You make raspberries on their belly. It's right. like, geez, I make raspberries on my kid's belly. Will I get Child Protective Services <laughs> called on me? So here it was the wrong kind of berry. Should have been blackberries. Here is the scary video in question where there was child endangerment. First of all, Joe can't even watch. So is scary. it over yet? <laughs> First of all, that was a sweet flip. Second of all, he had flippers on, which that makes the landing slightly more yes. difficult. And um, third of all, he was fine. It's fine. Settle down, mom shamers, dad I, shamers. You know what? Some people just don't have anything better to do. Clearly. Nope. I, oh, uh, you know who really didn't have anything to do? Oh, the next dude we're going to talk about? <laughs> yes. He clearly had some hours open in his day. <laughs> because this weirdo who was in his underwear, decided to climb up on a sign in L.A. and hold up traffic for two hours um, while police tried to coax him down. And he's pulling this crap where he's 
flexing and you know oh, yeah. doing his arms out and then he would take breaks to vape while he was up on the side yeah. maybe he was eating some pet edibles i something edibles. he clearly had something going on um and he, the cops couldn't get him down and then finally 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 when they were able to get him down i think he actually did like a backflip off of the edge of the sign i would be so livid if, first of all, the traffic in L.A. is a nightmare right. to begin with. And then if my day was completely ruined mm -hmm. and held up because this jackhole feels yeah. like he needs to take his shirt off and be on top of a uh -huh. sign If in the LA, ice cream in the back of my car melts right. because this idiot is making me home oh, uh, late by hours, I'd be pissed. Unbelievable. And then... It only gets better. Even more unbelievable. But I guess maybe at this point we should believe it. Hmm. Uh, we were talking about pet edibles, but mm. we know clearly that there are human weed edibles. And there were a couple of Toronto cops that partook in some that they got yeah. in some raid, I guess. Yeah. Or was in the evidence room. And they got so high, they actually had to call for backup on themselves. Now, are they sure they got that high or did they just get paranoid a little early? Either and or. You know what? I, I see. Don't know. What I mean, of them, those sunglasses uh, have to one of them is a bike cop, so would that make them <laughs> petables? Hey! <laughs> and we're back. Uh. Yes. Constable Jamie Young and Vittorio Dominelli are facing disciplinary tribunal this week for... Because they got high. I love about Canada. They've they got, got tribunals. Ba -da 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 -da. Yeah, that's... I mean, what would that... I, I almost wish we had the audio of the, the call that they made. <laughs> Let me like... Listen... We need backup. No, 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 no. We are Stop. so hungry Slow your right roll. Now. Slow your roll. <laughs> if you this could bring me Canada. some Taco Bell. This is this happening oh, in Canada. Oh, do it in your Canadian. Okay. So, <laughs> I, was, I was at work, eh? <laughs> yes. And uh, we couldn't find the hockey game. So, <laughs> we went into the evidence room and stole some cannabis, eh? <laughs> so, we had too much of it. And now we're watching Mr. Dress Up, and I think there might be some stuff in our weed, eh? Because Casey is, like, starting to come out of the screen and attack us. Send help, please, eh? That's, that? uh, that's super yeah? accurate. Okay. Super. Or it could be the NHL coach. When oh, still... oh, okay. So uh, we were smoking weed, and we gave it 110%, eh? But, you know, the weed's a very good drug. So we didn't know that we had to not underestimate it. So the best team won today. And so I have to hand it to the weed. I had to hand it to Team Weed. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yes, exactly. Uh. Yeah. So a bunch of jerks. And there are some more jerks to be talked about when we get back on Pop That Culture. Yes, Facebook. Who said that they turned it around and they were mm -hmm. they were going to stop other people from spying us? Now maybe having a way that they can spy on us, and we will explain it when we get back on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy, and I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic, sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the dungeon master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. 
advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. watching us Whoa. we're watching you you don't think we can see you but we can mm, we can we know exactly what you're doing mm -hmm. don't touch that on Facebook they may have figured out a way to start spying on us hmm. which is very scary what so so they don't know exactly what I like to shop for and <laughs> they don't bombard my sidebars with stuff I click on mm -hmm. mm. yes they were already spying on people but somebody found a Facebook patent application or the actual patent where Facebook imagines triggering your phone's mic when a hidden signal plays on TV. Wait a minute. That's the theme or the plot to Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, <laughs> it is. isn't it? I don't know. Okay. I remember there were, back in the day there was a whole thing with subliminal messages mm -hmm. where they would put little messages in movies yeah. that would be just on a couple of frames and yeah. you wouldn't notice it, but your brain would register right. it. You and know, in Fight Club, in. Tyler Durden would put frames of porn into kids' <laughs> movies because he worked as a projectionist. Yes. And so for this one, this would be uh, an audio signal that human ears could not hear. Um, I don't know if Facebook would have to buy time on TV in a different commercial or how they would embed this signal. So insidious. But what they want to have happen is the signal would go off mm -hmm. and then, um, or maybe it would just be a signal from your phone and then the microphone on your um and your phone goes off and it starts recording what advertisements are playing on TV because they want to know which ads are successful and which are not. So right. if it then starts recording and it hears you change the channel away from that commercial, they would then keep the data that that was not a successful commercial that you actually right. sat through and watched. If you did sit through and watch the commercials, then they would be like, okay, well then this is the direction that we want to go with our commercials. What if your phone is just sitting on the counter while the TV's on in the background? Huh? What right, about that? Right, then you would get crappy data like yeah. that where they're like, look, they Stupid. listened to all the commercials in this half an hour. And oh yeah, my gosh. so. 
But it's just terrifying that they would have this subliminal signal out there where they just be doing stuff with your phone, you wouldn't realize it was happening, and they're just mining that data, which happens to us all the time right. in different ways, but this one in particular sounds really jerky. It's really, you know, if they actually did this, you know what I do is there's a channel that runs basically nonstop infomercials for the shark vacuum cleaner. <laughs> and I just put my phone by the TV and leave. <laughs> wow, this guy loves shark vacuum cleaners. And then my Facebook page, all the ads would be for shark <laughs> vacuum cleaners. Yes, you can troll them, reverse trolling. Right. <laughs> You can make things happen. Or, or I'd find, uh, or I'd get the social network on on demand, and I would just play that in a loop. <laughs> you know what I've been playing in a loop? Mm. Are the videos of dogs, mostly dogs and a few cats, oh. being completely confused by a magic trick? Now, you know, <laughs> people are concerned that blowing marijuana smoke into the <laughs> right. face of your dog is cruel. Yes. This is cruel. <laughs> These poor dogs. <laughs> I mean, you. If you pretend to throw a ball, that dogs fall for it, and they'll try yeah, and go, but they'll go what? after it. Here's but. what you're begging for. You are begging for that mystery dog poop. You pet <laughs> owners know what I'm talking about. And don't think that your pet doesn't do this on purpose. The second you start messing up as a pet owner, your dog will drop a mystery poop that'll take you, what, three, four days to find? <laughs> Sometimes it's in a shoe. <laughs> it's, they're either angry or nervous, and it can right. just pop out somewhere. Or in your nervously house. angry. Right. Holy <laughs> shit, my master has developed teleportation powers. I am freaking out here. Where can I crap? <laughs> Come on. Yes, that's basically the question. That's exactly the line I'm thinking. Asking, so. Give me, you know what I need? I need pet edibles. <laughs> Oh, God, that treat well company from Patty. Oh, Patty. my Is she goodness. still working there? I've got the hookup. Yeah, so I didn't realize that the, there's a name for this, but the, the latest challenge is called the What the Fluff Challenge. Mm -hmm. And so if you have not seen it, we have a compilation video for you of them holding up sheets and the animal thinks you're behind it. Then you step aside and they freak out because they don't know where you so went. Cruel. So cruel. Enjoy. Hey. Where'd he go? Where'd she go? Where'd she go, Starlord? Where'd she go? Starlord, where'd she go? But yeah. it's so cute. <laughs> These dogs are like, cute. you were, I'm going to, holy, what just happened? Mark my words, every person, especially because they're doing this just to get on Facebook or YouTube or whatever is right. going viral. Right, right. You are, you're begging for a mystery poop. 
I know. It's simple. I know. I, can I be I, honest? I was I was thinking about bringing in a blanket and trying it with you today. Oh, you should have. But I did. I would freak me the hell out. And then would you do a mystery poo as well? I would. Yes. Okay. Of probably behind that pelican case over there. <laughs> that pelican case hasn't moved for weeks. You would probably take just as long to find my mystery poo. Oh God. Now, another video that was quite incredible. I don't know if this has even ever happened before, really. Mm. Three late night hosts banded together mm. to film one bit that was going to air oh. on the Colbert show. I thought you were going to say that three late night hosts combined to make one giant late night host. Oh, it's like Voltron. Yes. Or something. Yeah. But nice. no, no such luck. No, right? no, 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 no such luck. Uh. But yeah, I mean, obviously, if you watch the liberal news and media the late night hosts every time you listen to a monologue there's gonna be trump jokes right, right. It's just the way it is i mean but when clinton was host it was clinton jokes and you know right, whatever right. i mean That's i remember letterman used to have a field day with clinton remember he had this graphic of bill clinton's face in mcdonald's fries <laughs> that would spin around <laughs> and paul schaefer's band would play the theme to 2001 a space odyssey whenever they put this on the screen because you know, because Clinton loved the fries. Oh my God! And the ladies. Yes, he did. And I think when, because um, he was still Conan was on when Clinton was on. Yes, at the time originally. I don't know. I feel like he used to do the thing where he would um, have a screen with a celebrity's face, but then the, they would yes. move the mouth, and yes. it would be somebody else's mouth answering the questions mm -hmm. or whatever. And I want to say he did stuff like that with Clinton, mm -hmm. and possibly French fries as well. <laughs> That was just what everybody thought. Right. So um, they have been picking on Trump, and now Trump is starting to um, pick on the late-night host, saying things about Colbert, saying things about Jimmy Fallon, saying things about Conan O'Brien. And so the three of them decided to do a bit together. Wow. And here's what it looked like. Mm. Got it. It's surprising Trump is orange because if you ask me, he is bananas. And done. Great monologue. Hey, Lowlife. Hey, Lost Soul. What are you up to? Be a man. I'll try. What are you up to? Oh, I'm busy having no talent. Did you see Trump's rally last night? Nope. Me either. I heard he said some uh, pretty bad stuff about us. Really? That doesn't sound like him. I heard he said we're all no-talent, low-life, lost souls. Well, that's not right. That's Conan. Hold on. I'll get him. Oh, hey, guys. What's up? We're just talking about what President Trump said. Right? President who? Trump. Donald Trump. The real estate guy who sells steaks? He's president? Yeah. Wow. How's he doing? Not so good. Hmm. Oh. Well, guys, give him time, okay? And remember, please, be civil. If we're not careful, this thing could start to get ugly. Hey, I'm about to start shaving my chest. You guys want to watch? No, thanks. Hey, you still on for lunch? Yeah, what do you want to eat? Red Hen? Red Hen! It's The Late Show with the guy on CBS. That guy. All right. Yeah. I liked it. I, I, like it was harmless. The, I like the Conan part the best. Yeah, it was like yeah. a UN summit. It was. It was good. It was a good crossover episode. See, that explains the late, there's a late night talk show multiverse is all that <laughs> I come away with this, you know? <sighs> I dig it. Hmm. Joe, do you remember? Yes. 
I figured you would. When there was a painting of Jesus, mm -hmm. and it didn't, it hadn't survived very well over the years. Right. It needed. Oh, here we go. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, and they hired somebody to help restore said painting of Jesus, and then uh, the right is what mm -hmm. they came up with, and the. It was just a hot, hot mess. Yeah, and we haven't heard from Bob Ross ever since. <laughs> oh, R.I.P. Bob Ross. Well, a similar thing happened recently to a Spanish sculpture that got restored. Originally, I think they had tried to give it to one company, and that company was like, well, that's not fully what we really do. So they just let uh, one of the high school art teachers in town take a pass at it. Mm -hmm. So... Here we have the before and the after, if we can see the uh, the next one. <laughs> I mean, uh. <laughs> it is so bright. People were saying that it looked like Pixar animation bright. Oh, my goodness. And clear, and it's just an absolute hot, hot mess well, as well. You know, in the... The picture of the painting of Jesus. Yeah. They also hired somebody who really wasn't an expert at restoring. At restoration? What are you doing? Irreplaceable thinking? works of art. I can't. Yeah. Leave it old and dirty. Don't yeah. let somebody I, just I'm get all, in there with, you know, you know some Michael's craft right. supplies this is, for this 50% This is not a 69 off. Dodge Charger. No. You don't take it apart, clean everything up, paint it, and put it back together. Super bright. You know what? No, just leave it. Let it be in its its original <laughs> element. My goodness. Yes. Uh. And people went nuts on social media making fun of it. And one of my favorites was where they compared the new statue to a picture of Nicolas Cage, if we can see that one coming up next. Yes, no, yes, no, next picture, yes? No, no? okay, all right. No, oh, thanks, Dave. <laughs> but when we get back, there is something that I'm very oh. excited about. Oh, my goodness. There's not full confirmation, but oh. I think it's going to happen. I, I want it to happen. And it needs to go in your mouth and my oh, mouth. Oh, yes. And we will tell you what that is when we get back on Pop That Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com.
It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Oh, God, we will do a demonstration if this really comes true. We will do so, so much whipping. Not and so much nay-naying. the naying. Well, no, real. no, oh. really, we just need to. How whip. about we split the difference and we'll do one nay, not a nay nay? We'll <laughs> okay. just do a nay. Nay! There is a food writer who said that all major retailers, hmm. as of the third week of July, should have both Hershey's and Reese's whipped cream. What mm-hmm. is happening? Yes. Yay! So here is the phone call that I'm envisioning. <laughs> so this is my wife at work, okay? Yeah. And she, she hears this voice in the other line. Uh, yeah, are, uh, are you the spouse of Mr. Joseph Santos? <laughs> oh, you are? Yeah, we found him unresponsive with a number of orange and brown whipped cream bottles uh, at his feet. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. You're just going to, oh. I mean, really, you, oh. you don't even need to make, you can make a Sunday and it would be heaven, oh. but I just picture you just, yes, just spraying yeah, it exactly. straight. You're going to huff this stuff like crazy. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's, so sometimes dreams do come true. Although I'm far more interested in the Reese's one than the Hershey's one. I'm interested in, but you know, here's the thing. My prediction, if this does come to pass. The commercial will be they will reenact the hey you got your peanut butter in my chocolate commercial oh, but with the whip, yes. whipped cream cans the okay. whipped cream cans Whip. yes whipped cream whipped cream obviously the best way to take good things that are good for you and make them really bad for you take your ordinary banana uh-huh. put a sh- ton of yeah. yes, ready whip sh- on it <laughs> and, and and it makes it it triples the calorie count doesn't add any nutrition no quadruples the sugar yes! all day long Woo! and then if you really want to be decadent you don't even eat the banana you just lick the whipped cream yeah! off of it kind of like when i was in girl scouts and people would bring snacks for you know their their turn for snacks uh-huh. and they would do ants on a log i'm oh, not yeah. eating that celery that celery is no, worthless the best part. you're just scooping out the peanut wow. butter and if you don't like the raisins you can move the raisins and but you're just think yeah. about this role players out there could oh. you imagine if you have an et fantasy <laughs> where you are et and your partner is a reese's pieces <laughs> you are in luck oh my god yeah the bedroom just got really oh, exciting yeah, with these two if mm. they actually hit the store george washington carver is up in heaven going yes <laughs> Yes! <laughs> this is where I wanted it to go! Yay! <laughs> also, where I want it to go! The chocolate glazed Krispy Kreme oh. Donuts Joe! Oh. Oh. The gods of cacao are smiling upon <laughs> us this week! Yes! Oh my goodness! Because of World Chocolate Day, Krispy Kreme is transforming their traditional yes. glazed donut into a chocolate version. What if Fort Knox, what if you went in Fort Knox and there was no gold in there? It was all chocolate. 
it's, it's oh, worth worth it delicious. to me. Yeah. Chocolate and beer. Oh. oh my goodness. Which randomly there's a mm. shortage now and they are rationing beer in Europe currently. Oh. So clearly it Terrible. is a substance that is uh, scarce and worth a lot of money. Mm -hmm. I believe you when you say that we should have a Fort Knox of chocolate and beer. You know what? This is, to all the parents out there, this is a teaching opportunity for your child because when they start acting like entitled little douches, what you do is go, son, I remember the great beer shortage of 2018. <laughs> We couldn't get a stout, we couldn't get an amber ale, we couldn't even get a pilsner back then. Our pint glasses were empty, and our pretzels were going uncomplimented by delicious yeasty frothiness. <laughs> what, you don't care? You entitled prick. <laughs> you son of a... <laughs> ah! Yes. Are you... Have you tried the, the chocolate-covered Krispy Kreme donuts before, or do you like it original style? I, I like original Krispy Kremes, but I'm willing to learn to appreciate the chocolate. I hear it takes practice. <laughs> yes. We are willing to learn those amazing treats. Here's the problem. Hmm. If you sneak out and get a Krispy Kreme today, and okay. it's a regular Krispy Kreme, yeah. most people, unless you decide to make out with somebody right afterwards, would not know that you snuck a Krispy Kreme. The problem with a chocolate Krispy Kreme, because you get them and they're still warm, yes. if you do it right, yes. is that you try to cram one in your mouth, and uh -huh. what happens? You become Heath Ledger's Joker, but with chocolate. <laughs> and nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. No. Although, if you, if you with the original glaze, mm. I don't, both of them look like terrible sexual acts that we can't describe on My, this show. Sarah, why do you always have to take it down this way? I'm not going to. I, you know what path I'm going to take this down? Hmm. The path of informative and fantastic yes. live streaming, video casting, podcasting mm -hmm. that we get to be around in the aura mm. of yes with the craig folly show right so if this were a cast system we would be untouchable uh -huh. and uh craig folly would be a brahmin oh yes he's reached enti entitlement enlightenment <laughs> <laughs> we've reached entitlement yes so if you would like to be part of that enlightenment enjoy him for the next two hours and we will be back friday for pop that culture see you later bye why couldn't they let chocolate rain breathe?